Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. I'm Lance. And this segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego, the Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges. 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com, GunRangeSanDiego.com. How you guys doing today? Hey, man, we're doing huge. What a huge week, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Big, big week. Big, big week. A lot uh, going on. Mikey was down at the uh, uh, the state building yep. at 12 o'clock uh, noon on Friday. Yep, for a press conference. They're uh, talking about your uh, CCWs. So we'll be talking that, about that a little bit later. And uh, New CCW laws. We got tons of stuff. We have new laws. There. You'll see. Oh, yeah. Hollywood got a new gun. <laughs> Hollywood got a new gun. Yeah, Everybody so. should have a shield, right? Exactly. Yeah, so it's good. All right, hey, we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Our, we our first guest is the mayor of the beautiful city of El Cajon out in East County, um, Dr. Bill Wells. He's also, he, so he's up for re-election, and he's also proudly endorsed by San Diego County gun owners. Bill, are you there? Hey, how, how are you guys doing? Hey, welcome back. Thanks for having me. You bet, Bill. How are you doing? Oh, things are good. It's a good day. Good, good, good. Now kind of we excited about doing this show. This is my first time I've done this show. <laughs> That's good. awesome. We're happy to have you on. Um, now, San Diego County gun owners endorsed you for your reelection as mayor. Um, what, can you talk a little bit about uh, uh, some of the about about your campaign and some of the things you've done as mayor? Well, you know, the good thing about running for reelection is that I don't have to go and say all the things I would do. I I, I can go and say this is what I have done. I think that's really it's good for people. They can see what you've done. That's really how they should uh, judge me based upon what I said I was going to do last time and what we did. So I, I can kind of go through a list of some of the things uh, that's happening in Alcohol. If, if you'd like that. Sure, sure yeah. Tell us, yeah, you bet. What, what are some important uh, important things you've done as mayor or, or you know, led the charge with that, uh, that, that people should pay attention to? Well, you know, probably the most important thing we do as mayors of the city, mayors of the smaller cities, is we really have a big impact on the economic life of of the city. And that's probably one of the most important things we do because we have a police chief that runs the the police department. We have a fire chief that runs the fire department. And everybody does a really good job. And one of the main things I need to do is make sure that people want to come in and continue to invest in the city. They want to build houses here. They want to bring their businesses here. And so we've done a lot of that. And this year we've seen uh, the first four-star hotel in the East County, which is a Marriott Hotel, which is almost finished, should be built within the next month. And, and seeing uh, people coming and visiting that hotel, we're excited about that. And it's a beautiful hotel, too. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I've heard, I've heard very good. Uh, it's cool. Right down by City Hall. It's very nice. And interestingly enough, as soon as we got that started, the Hilton came and said, we'd like to build a four-star hotel there as well. Oh, nice. So they purchased our old police department, um, about two years ago, we built a very nice new police building, and we had the old police department, and they bought that land, and they're building a, another four-star hotel, so we're very excited about that. That's very cool. On top of, 
Oh, not, yeah, it, not, let's uh, let's bring it to uh, Second Amendment issues. I've said that you yeah. and I have known each other for a few years. Um, I've talked to you many times on Second Amendment issues. I've seen uh, statements you've written in the past on the Second Amendment, and I've long said that you are uh, uh, one of the elected officials in San Diego who who probably has uh, what I'd say the best the best grasp of what the Second Amendment is and what it means. And uh, I've I've long bragged about that. But uh, why don't you tell people, uh, you know, what does the Second Amendment mean to you? Well, to me, the Second Amendment is really about freedom. You know, we we have the freedom to protect ourselves. We have the freedom to live the kind of lifestyle we want to live. And by owning a gun, it it gives us the peace of mind and the freedom to live in peace and live in harmony. And, you know, I, I... I'm always interested that when people talk about the Second Amendment, they always come at it from a very aggressive point of view of, you know, you, you, you want to have a gun so that you can hurt people. I think for almost all gun owners, owners I know, it's exactly the opposite. You want to have a gun so that you don't have to hurt anybody. Right. And you want to have a gun so that nobody will hurt you, and especially your, your wife and your kids and the, the people you hold dear. But I think it's inherent in the American philosophy that if you earn something, you should be able to keep that something. And, and that goes and that, for property rights. Yeah, I was about right. to say, that's one of the things that has always impressed me the most, is that you frequently uh, tie Second Amendment issues back to uh, property rights. And I've always been very impressed with that. I think I, I can't really think of any other uh, elected officials uh, that get that and that, that, that bring that back to, to property rights. I think that concept is part and parcel in really all arguments that we make for the Second Amendment. Um, it's, it is built into the concept that if you've spent time building something and earning something, that the, the government shouldn't be able to take it away from you, that the um, that people shouldn't be able to come and take it away from you, that you should always have the right to defend that, uh, both economically and physically. Yeah, excellent. Now, in, again, we've proudly endorsed you for re-election. Um, Thank very, you very, very ha- much, guys. Absolutely. Tell tell folks, what does that mean to you? What does a San Diego County gun owner's endorsement mean to you? Well, I th- I think the most important part about that is I, I know that the kind of people that are involved with this group are like-minded with me. They're, they're people that, that care about freedom. They care about American values. They care about property rights. And it's not just a one-issue situation where you're just worried about the concealed carry permit or you're just worried about the ability to have certain kinds of weapons. Uh, but it really is, is a commitment to the American process and saying that the Constitution means something and that the history of this country means something and that we're going to defend it. Nice. And so I like to be associated with people like that. Now, are you a gun guy yourself? I, I actually am. I have... Um, I have a couple of guns. Nice. Hunting or more self-defense or what type of? <clears throat> uh, no, actually, uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've got to be honest. I've never been hunting. But um, I um, I lived in Los Angeles during the L.A. riots. Oh, boy. And it was as I was running for my life one yeah. night. Wow. I, I, I made a commitment at that point that I would never be caught unable to defend myself again. And so at that point, I made sure that I I had a pistol, that I knew how to use it. Wow. And I've got a couple of pistols now. Holy cow. So which, yeah, it's kind of pathetic you have to ask this. Which riots? There have been so many in L.A. Which riots were there? Probably the big one. 91. The big one, the big one in 91, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And what, and, uh, can you talk a little bit about that? You were literally running for your life. 
Yeah, we. Um, I, I was young and a little bit stupid and, and uh, <laughs> thought that it would just blow over and it got a little bit out of hand and jumped in the car one evening realizing I needed to get away and then realized I didn't have enough gas uh, to get back to San Diego where safety was. Mm. So I actually had to, I had to stop and get gas and that was pretty dicey. And uh, I never want to go through that again. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry that happened. That's horrible. Yeah, but you know what? In a way, people need to have that experience so then they'll understand the importance of what we're talking about. Because until you get scared to death, you don't you don't think, eh, I don't need, I don't need self-protection. I'm fine. I live in America. You know, I, I, think, I think that's absolutely true. And probably for most of us, 99.9% of the time, um, you're going to live in a pretty safe environment. And you're never going to have those issues. But... Mm-hmm. That I look at having a gun in my safe very much like having life insurance. You know, you certainly don't think you're going to die. You certainly hope you're not going to die. But well, if I were analogy, on my really is. if I were on my deathbed, I would feel comforted knowing. Well, at least I took care of that. At least I I had the the life insurance in place for my family's going to be taken care of. And the, I I can't imagine the devastation would, would be if I got into another situation like the LA riots. And I thought all those times when I talked about buying a gun and having it there just in case, and I never got around to it. And now I'm going to watch somebody in my family be killed mm. I, I, because I didn't do what I thought I should do. And mm. I, that, that kind of regret is something I don't want to live with. You know, that's uh, it's pretty interesting, too. You said, you know, uh, you've never hunted before. Um, I, more and more people, especially, uh, you know, the bigger San Diego County gun owners gets, uh, the fewer people I'm seeing that uh, have a background in hunting. In fact, I'm starting to see, uh, kind of the opposite. People get into it. Everybody's got a really interesting story. You know, well, this happened to me, like, like your story at the LA riots. And therefore I, I got into firearms. Um, and I'm starting to see folks who get into, uh, firearms for defense reasons and then start, and then have an interest in hunting. So it's kind of going the other way around where a lot of, used to be a lot of hunters would have guns well, and therefore they'd get well, into kind of Yeah, but see, stuff. baby boomers, when we were little, you know, Joe could probably attest to this, not that he's that old, <laughs> but you know, when you, with the different generations there, when you grew up, you got a BB gun, then you got a 22. Yeah. And most of the time, you go hunting with your your dad or your uncle or what have you. We don't do that anymore. No. Well, I'm going to do the opposite. So, you know, I grew up in an urban environment. I never really had an opportunity to do any hunting. But now my boys are very adventuresome. I have one son who was in force recon in the Marines for 10 years, fought in Afghanistan. And so he knows a lot about guns. Mm -hmm. And uh, he and some of his buddies go hunting, and they're going to, they invite me to come along with them. And then I have a 20 year old son who's, uh, in paramedic school and he wants to be a firefighter and a lot of his friends uh, go hunting. And so I just bought my son a, um, a 30 out six for Christmas. Nice. Great caliber. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, He's excited about it. And, and he's, um, he's going to be going to Montana and they've invited me to come along. So I mean, maybe it's not too late for me if I'm not too old. to. (laughs) There you go. Well, tell you what we'll do. Those guys. We'll have you back on after you've gone, done your first hunting trip. Uh, and I tell you, there's another uh, event coming up, and Lance can speak of it, and that's out at Front Sight. Yeah, that's coming up March uh, 23rd. Yeah, so this might be something maybe you and your kids could get together and go out. What do they just go? www.frontsight. That's you know, a charity, charity. Uh, dot gives. Charity. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Raise it's uh, to be on the fourth segment, right? And yeah. They raise money for uh, um, be the match, which is uh, uh, they do. Uh, uh, what do they do? It's for cancer. So they're calling it? Yeah, leukemia. He'll be on a 445. Yeah. Okay. Reader, yeah. So I tell you what, uh, uh, Bill, 
uh, if you can, hang for the whole show. Just listen you know, at your leisure. Otherwise, uh, Lance or Mike will send you a copy of the show. You can listen to it and find out about FrontSight. And, and hey, I'll send you info on that. But before you go, Bill, how do people who want to help, people who want to vote yeah. for you and learn more about you, uh, what is your website? They can go to VoteBillWells.com. And uh, I've been, interestingly enough, I've been pretty controversial. So if you want to just Google my name, Bill Wells, El Cajon, you're, there'll, there'll be about 80 different stories that you can read about me and what I believe in. And a couple of weeks ago, I was on Tucker Carlson, so I got on the national spot. So there's there's lots about me out there you can find out if you're interested. Oh, and that's really, cool. that's... And I, I just encourage people to uh, to spend some time and research their elected official. I, I bet that if you went and looked me up, you you think you and I could get along pretty well because I, I think I'm a pretty reasonable guy. Yeah. Last time I ran, I got 84% of the vote, so I'm hoping to get somewhere near about that again. Hey, and if you survive Tucker Carlson, you're my man. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. It was great. He's right. the best. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you, guys. All right, hey, we're going to take a small break. When you get back, we got more right here on Gun Sports Radio. On AM 1170, The Answer. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. I'm Lance. And it's Lance. Come on, baby. And it is election season. So that's why you're going to start hearing more and more people uh, coming on. Thanks to Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. Uh, He is endorsing, his group is endorsing certain politicians. And if you want my opinion, if it's not endorsed by San Diego County Gun Owners, you may not want to vote for that person. Just saying. And isn't Bill Wells a super guy? He is really I a mean, nice talk guy. about leadership in East County. He's yeah. really just... It's about you know, time. It's about time, and he sticks his neck out, and yep. he leads. You know, and that's Absolutely. just terrific. Hey, we want to thank Trident Gunsmithing for all their support. www.tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com for all your gun needs, whether you're a hunter. In fact, we should tell Bill about it. Uh, they have hunting classes. They sell hunting uh, rifles and ammo, but they have a phenomenal uh, gunsmithing uh, shop right there with Dan. So tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com. But right now we got John Dillon on the line. Dillon is from Gatsky Dillon and Balance, LLP. Uh, John is a, a lawyer or an attorney. Hey, is there a difference between attorney and a lawyer, or is it the same? No. No, not at all. It sounds, well, like, a, it guys, sounds like a setup of a joke right yeah, there. How did you guys the end difference up, between a little? How'd you guys end up with two titles? Uh, don't forget Esquire. No hey, I'll add a third one. We also have Esquire. How about a bar? Don't ever use one that references themselves as an Esquire. Esquire? (laughs) Is that the ones that drive Teslas and the ones that don't? I mean, is that how we're going? I don't drive a Tesla. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Every time I go. He drives an old Ford truck. Give him a break. Isn't that a cool truck? It is. Yeah, I know. All right, what do you got for us? Nothing but good news. I know. Oh, I know. Well, this is good news. You may be uh, in for a little bit of surprise. Uh, this is one of those rare occasions in California where I can offer uh, some good news. Let's hear so it. We're ready. We have we have a legal win. Uh, this is through uh, the help of the CalGuns Foundation, uh, awesome, amazing uh, Second Amendment uh, group that really does do a lot in California, obviously with the name CalGuns. Uh, 
just absolutely fantastic group and organization. They've uh, supported a lot of litigation in this state, and they just recently got a win. So in Alvin Doe v. the Attorney General, Xavier Becerra, uh, <clears throat> we just had an appellate court ruling come in in favor of the plaintiffs, which were, were us. And basically, this was a lawsuit all about the one handgun per 30 days law in California. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, in California, there's a law that states that you cannot buy more than one handgun every 30 days from a licensed dealer. Uh, and the odd reasoning behind that is the state says that by preventing people from buying multiple handguns at a time, they're preventing straw purchasing uh, of the handguns, even though these people are going through background checks, passing all the safety tests and offering all sorts of personal information uh, to buy these guns, it's still safer that we don't let them buy more than one gun per 30 days. So that's the background. Uh, and part of this is in the law, it gives an exception uh, to this. Uh, if you have what's referred to as a curio and relic license, and a certificate of eligibility, the text of the law actually says you're exempt from this one in 30 day restriction. Now, uh, that allowed people, so a Cuban relic license, generally a person who collects old, uh, old rifles, generally, uh, you know, war rifles and all that kind of stuff. It, it's any uh, firearm. What's the cutoff? Like 19? Yeah, any firearm that's 50 years or 50 old. years old. Yes, yes, it's 50 yeah. years old, which I'm surprised they haven't changed that considering mm -hmm. the progression yeah, of the Yeah, well, every year more years. stuff is considered a cure and relic firearm because, you know, you got that 50-year cutoff, and they haven't changed that. There is a list of named cure and relic firearms, but it's truly any gun that was manufactured 50 years or more or longer ago. Uh, will be considered a and relic. So uh, if you had this license to collect those guns and you had what's known as a certificate of eligibility in California, you were exempt. So meaning if I walked in there and I had a you know and relic license and a certificate of eligibility, I could walk into a firearm store and say I wanted two different handguns, a revolver and a pistol. I could buy them at the same time because uh, I would be exempt. When you guys walked in, you want to buy the same revolver and pistol, you're going to have to buy one, wait 30 days, and then buy the other. Hmm. So uh, <clears throat> this is the exception you know, written in the law. But the DOJ came out, California DOJ came out and said that, no, this isn't what the law means. Our interpretation is that you're not exempt, and it doesn't apply to uh, these modern handguns, even if you have this license and even if you have this certificate of eligibility even though that's exactly what the law states it's pretty clear you read it and there's really only one way to to read it in my opinion so this was challenged so this so uh, challenged you know, if people people read or people listening you know might be thinking well gee i don't have a cnr you know this doesn't really apply to me but there's actually uh, a lot a lot behind this decision there's and, and you were telling me a little bit about it yeah, this is big because one of the main things is that they won in this challenge is that uh, the DOJ regulations and their enforcement of the text of the law was inconsistent with what the law actually said. Now, this is really important. You know, you may not consider the one in 30 handgun day exemption a big win, but 
we have there are other cases in the books right now. Uh, one is Holt v. Becerra, which is challenging the assault weapon uh, regulations that have just come out, and with all the new assault weapon laws, uh, and they're arguing in this new lawsuit that the DOJ regulations are inconsistent with the text of the law. And in fact, I would wholeheartedly agree with that argument. Uh, it's very clear. The law is you know, very clear in the text and the DOJ regulations go far beyond it in what they restrict and regulate. So this now sets a California precedent uh, for you know future cases where we see DOJ kind of trying to put in place underground regulation. Uh, the other thing that was big in this case is the DOJ didn't go through the required Administrative Procedures Act uh, procedural requirements in order to pass these extra unwritten laws that they magically interpret in their own minds. So this is going to be really big in future fights, uh, especially when we see the DOJ trying to enforce you know, regulations and restrictions that aren't really in the text of the law. Wow. Well, now I have a question. Does this mean you have to have a a CNR and a COE or either or? You have to have both. And just to be clear, you know, (laughs) I know I was asking that question (laughs) running out and getting both of these things. This was uh, an appellate opinion. So it gets remanded back down to the lower court to issue the rest of the proceedings based off their opinion. So it's not, you know, current law yet you can't go run to your gun store and be exempt from one in 30 days there's still a few more things need to take place but the decision is in our favor so that's great Uh, but yeah if you want to be exempt under this law the one in one handgun for 30 days you need a certificate of eligibility issued by the california doj got it and then a collector license uh zero three collector license for cure own relics and the you know is it fair to to summarize, this means that the DOJ can't come out and just make law after the legislature passes it. The DOJ can't just come out and say, all right, well, we're going to expand that law. Exactly. This is really good precedent to make the DOJ uh, play within the text of the actual written statutory law. Uh, it's strong precedent to keep them from going outside of it, from issuing overbroad regulations that, you know, tried a a good example with the assault weapon regulations. Uh, All guns that have bullet buttons are considered to be assault weapons. Now, under the new DOJ regulations, even if you register these firearms as registered assault weapons, they are saying you cannot take this bullet button off, even though under the law there is no distinction between previously registered assault weapons and newly registered bullet button assault weapons. The DOJ regulations have created a separate class of assault weapons. So under their regulations, there's two different classes of registered assault weapons, ones without bullet buttons and ones with bullet buttons. That's huge. But that's just not in the text of the law. That's huge. This is really big to support the argument challenging those regulations. And when did this happen, the, the decision? Oh, yeah, let's see. This came out on Wednesday. Just last week, I right? Think, Wednesday or Thursday. And you had, didn't you have, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you have the opportunity to go up and, and witness it? Oh, so now this was a different one. I attended a, uh, another 
uh, Farms Policy Coalition challenge uh, up in Pasadena at the California Court of Appeals. Uh, and this was with regard to the Free School Zone Act oh, okay. and uh, the Equal Protection Challenge where retired police peace officers are exempt from the restriction prohibiting them from carrying firearms on campuses with the CCW while normal CCW license holders are not exempt. Uh, and it was an equal protection challenge. Uh, and I say I, I was very impressed uh, going up there and watching the oral arguments. Everyone that has been working on that case uh, has done an amazing job. Like we're fighting steep uphill battles in this mm. state. Uh, wow. There are judges and representatives of our state that have an inherent bias against firearms. And yep. unfortunately, that has an effect on how things get decided in this state. So right. uh, they're doing a really good job. Uh, again, this is Firearms Policy Coalition, the Cal Guns Foundation. These are wonderful organizations that work really hard to fight for the Second Amendment rights of California citizens. All right, buddy. Gosh, you yeah, seriously, you do bring good good information. We appreciate everything you do. So go back out, cut the grass, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Have a good one. All right, Thank folks. That's Gatsby, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. Go to www.cafirearmslaw.com. That's cafirearmslaw.com. Or you can call him at 760-421-9501. Tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. Right here on AM 1170, The Answer. This segment brought to you by the good folks at Gun Range San Diego. If you've never shot and you've always wanted to, but you're kind of afraid that, you know, you don't know nothing and that, you know, just, you know, you feel uncomfortable. Well, Gun Range San Diego is like going to your mom and dad's house. These guys will take care of you just like family. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. And I do it reasoning because... It, they'll treat you just like as if you're a Nordstrom customer. It's just the price isn't there. I think you get better deals on guns, ammo, training than you will anywhere in San Diego County. And you won't lose any of the quality of the training, the products. Because Gun Range San Diego really, truly cares about you. Whether you're a first-time shooter or an old-time shooter. And guess who's in the house today, folks? Speaking of old-time shooters. Hollywood oh. is in the house. That's, that's a low blow. He is. We do have him slightly propped up because he's still trying to get over the Super Bowl. That's a true story. Had a great he time. He can't tell you how. Game. He can't tell you who won. He can't even tell you who was playing. Oh, I know who won. But if you I go to the high dive, if you go to the high game. dive, they will tell you he was there. <laughs> you actually, oh, you voted for the Eagles? Yeah, I, I, I own a money line too, and it paid one sixty seven for every one. So Ooh! So you're buying lunch truck. tires for his tires truck. For my truck tires for his I truck. Got a new M P shield. <laughs> you bought a new gun? Yeah. Oh, like you need another gun, right? Hey, I know I need to fill up my safe, and it'll hold uh, one more. Well, well here's the problem. You know whose fault this is? This is all Veronica's fault. Exactly. Yeah. If Veronica wouldn't put such killer deals on guns and ammo, you wouldn't have any. I'm telling you, it is the deals over there are crazy right now. We're doing we got the MP shield still for three ninety nine. We have perfect the, carry gun. Oh, it's a great carry gun. Single stack. Uh Brooke, who you guys all know, has yep. one. That's our carry gun back in Kansas. 
Uh, she's a bartender and a bar manager, you know, leaves late at night and that's her, that's her concealed carry gun. Does she, she have a concealed carry permit? In Kansas, yeah. In Kansas? And uh, she carries the shield, bought it at gun range San Diego and took it back to Kansas with her. And, um, yeah, and we got the, so we got that on sale for three ninety nine. We have the Springfield 1911s on sale, uh, $100 off of the, uh, the range officer loaded. It's a phenomenal gun. It's uh, it's the um, uh, it has night sights. It's got the you know extended beaver tail. I mean, it's just it's the loaded edition, and you can get it for seven ninety nine, which is a ridiculous price. And that comes in forty five and nine. Just forty five. Forty five. That's true. Just forty five. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the nine that nine the model that particular model in nine millimeter isn't on the California approved roster. Oh gosh. So. If that yep. makes you as mad as it makes me, write your congressman, your senator, your local your assemblyman. But that assemblyman, is a wonderful 1911. That, that 45 is beautiful. And um, they also have that deal where they get the what the magazines that come with. Yeah, get, now Springfield has a thing right oh. now. If you go in and buy a Springfield, then you can get on. Uh, it's called the Gear Up program. Yep. Uh, and if you buy whether it's a handgun or a rifle, uh, if you get a Springfield uh, long gun, you get uh, uh, free magazines for that too. Yeah, I think uh, the last time was four of them or yeah, something. Yeah, last like time, last year was four four <sighs> mags, a magazine caddy, and a holster. Yeah, for handguns. And get this, folks, Springfield XD. Now, if you're not sure what that is, everybody's heard a Glock, knows what a Glock is. Springfield XD is a striker fire gun, just like the Glock, except for my opinion, it's better. It has what? Heavy, it it is. I what? sincerely believe it. <laughs> it's got heavier internals. Uh, it has a dual action recoil spring. Um. It is, uh, it, I think it's just made better on the inside. Uh, and we have those right now. We got 18 of them in on Friday. And until those are gone, well, I, well, we only had 15 left when I left today because I sold three. Uh, 409.99. Wow. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's totally ridiculous. What's yeah. now? What, what compare that to a size of a Glock 19 or a Glock? It's gonna be yeah, the the it's the four inch, so it's so it is about the size of a Glock nineteen, okay. and um, it comes with two mags, uh, your lock, which is required by California, and the it comes with a, a California approved lock, which means you don't have to spend the extra nine bucks, uh, cleaning kit, all that all that jazz, and then you go on to um, Springfield Armory's website and do the uh, gear up program. And you're you're squared away. Plus, Veronica said that she's got a deal on Browning safes, so they're doing. So someone wants a Browning safe, which they're. Doing. Uh, yeah, we are we are we are a Browning safe uh, dealer, mm-hmm. and so we get you know our our um, preferred customer pricing through those guys. You just pick one up. Yeah, I, I got one coming in two weeks. Yeah. So I'm we excited. do. We do. You know, our store is. Much- I am not moving that for you. No, yeah. <laughs> Dave just moved throw, everything else. Just throwing that out there, my yeah, man. Five hundred twenty. Uh, you know, you've been in Gun Range San Diego, and uh, we, uh, our space is limited over there, so we we're not able to keep a bunch of uh, uh, stock. Yeah. The own, you know, you know what show showroom models, whatever. But you come in, find one you like, and we'll do a special order for you. Make sure you get the best price you're going to get. In San well, Diego you get it pretty yeah. quickly, right? couple of weeks. Yeah, they yeah. show up in a couple of weeks, yep. and they bring them to your door, and then you so can So now just... let me ask you this. Okay, let's say we buy this 9,000-ton safe. Yeah. Do I have to come by my Pinto, stuff it in the back seat, take it home, and try to nail I'd it like to the to floor? I'd like to see you try. I would like to see you <laughs> try, too. Do you guys have that service? Would you come out and 
you install or well, no? Well, we well not us, but we can. We have a service. We, yeah, we can refer you to someone who can. There's we a have guy. a guy. Yeah, yeah. They, they bring it to your house. Is his name Mondo? No, and then um, they have a guy, and for a, a small price, and he'll actually Mondo your safe into Mondo your place. Will do it for you. Yeah, right. And then um, yeah, put it down. So it's a deal. Now, did you guys see the gun range San Diego on the news yesterday? Fox what? News. What trouble did on you Fox? get into? No, no, no. Gun Range San Diego was on the news. Uh, they uh, came and it? interviewed uh, Jason. Oh yeah, uh, he did a really good job. Um, but there it was about the uh, uh, the uh, bill that got proposed. They're, they're, they want what they want to do is is do a state mandate to force uh, uh, a minimum of eight hours of training that includes live fire for all CCW holders, which is already happening all over the state. It's totally duplicative. They came down and interviewed Jason. Did a fantastic uh, interview right there at the Gun Range San Diego. All right, and uh, you guys got a little uh, Fox. It was Fox, Fox. Five. So yeah. people can go to Fox Five dot com and you can go on their video oh, clips yeah, and yeah. Be able to see it. And sure. Jason, he is very well spoken. Uh, yeah, he's, or go he's, to uh, go to your Facebook page. Yeah, our Facebook page. And oh, cool. and and I'm sure they came to us because we do offer the concealed weapons class that is already required. So I don't know why they're passing legislation to it's just posturing to make you know gun owners look villainous sure absolutely Um, who's your instructor for the concealed carry uh class uh we have a couple okay good yeah you just you come by and 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 sign up and we'll get you we'll get you squared away what's the cost i do not know know. okay Um, but i bet it varies call varies yeah if you varies whether you're doing a oh i see a single class or if you're going to do uh one of the one of the scheduled multi states or something. Multi- yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, so it all depends on, on, on what's going on. And people should be going for their concealed carry. Should be, carry right, should be, if you have not applied, you need to apply well, for your CCW. How is that working? Are we, are we starting to see we're, a flow? Yeah. We're seeing a lot of progress. Um, we're continuing to work with the sheriff. The sheriff is continuing to work with us. Um, he, he, you know, people are getting approved. Um, they're getting their permit. There's Did your a wife lo- get hers yet? She she got hers. Uh, yeah. She got hers. My wife got hers. Well, she's hers. pretty shaky looking, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm only kidding. I'm only she, kidding. Uh, Ouch. Uh, Ouch. But we're putting together a pool of good cost statements. But more importantly, if you go to our website, we have a little CCW tab. If you click on that, you can watch a video. It's a great video. Yeah, it's like it's eight minutes. It's a how-to, uh, step-by-step, how to apply for your CCW how to write your good cause statement, and then after that, you know, you got to go take a class because mm-hmm. it's mandated. Um, so, uh, uh, but yeah, people yeah. are getting their CCWs. Every everybody listening here um, probably can find something. Right. Uh, you know, it used to be a really high bar for good cause. Oh, so you could probably find something in your life now um, that will qualify as good cause. And, uh, I, and, and I we teach it, you how to do it. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. I've been hanging out with Mikey now for the past few years as we've been doing the San Diego County gun owners yes, thing. And they all go up to Mikey and go, well, can you give me a concealed carry? Yeah. Now we can. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. quit your, you know. Well, here's the other thing, whining. too. Let, so Thank if you. somebody is concerned and, and, and they've watched the vid, are they free to give you a call? If they need questions. Well, we've had a number of people, you know, feel free to email us if you have questions. That's the easiest. Yeah. If you watch this video, uh, you know, yeah. it's step by step. We've had a number of people that did nothing more than watch the video. And got they filled it. out the application. They made the appointment. They crafted a good yeah, cause statement. The time. Um, and they went down and boom, you know, they're getting their CCWs. And so if you need a gun, go I got, I got, I'll tell you, let me give you a couple of statistics. So the changes started, the changes that we forced started in September. Um, it used to be uh, that they were averaging about 10 applicants a month. Mm-hmm. They're now averaging 60. Wow. And since September, not a single person has been turned down for a CCW due to good cause. Man, I have to get on the 
that's that's right. an and enormous change. And Gunnery San Diego has all the holsters and everything. Oh yeah, we got yeah everything. You for need. Wait, do you have to have an approved holster? For well, no, no, you need no, a no, comfortable no, but, one that but works you want though. One that's going to work. Oh. Yeah, it's comfortable for your gun. Oh, so you'll right. go down and sort of fit somebody? Absolutely. They, yeah, they, they yeah, have it all there. So your CCW center, oh. right? And then you know, if you get approved for your CCW, you have to take the class, which includes a, a shooting portion, and which you, you should anyway. Which you absolutely, you absolutely should do that because we talk about it all the time. Training, you know, training, 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 training. You know, you should spend more money on training than you do on your gun. So, um, it's exciting. Yeah. And training takes bullets. And guess what? Yep. You got them. We, we got, got We got them. And we just, uh, we ran out today. What? But we got a new shipment that'll be here on Monday for the $189 for a thousand rounds of nine millimeter. I, I bought that. when you guys were going to run out. Yeah, we ran out today. I bought that last week. Remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I bought mine. All right, let's take uh, a quick. But I'm guessing Laura's not listening. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's his, no, that's his birthday he, present. He made me burn the receipt. No, that's uh, his birthday present. Well, it's her gun's the nine millimeter, so oh, okay. it's a go. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, guys. Some people give roses. <laughs> Mikey gives bullets. He gives brass. Brass. I like that. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. We still got a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio AM eleven seventy. The answer. Okay. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing, www.tridentgunsmithing.com, 858-577-0576. you need anything done with your firearms, Trident is where we recommend. Whether you're a hunter, if you are, that's great. They have hunting classes. They sell special deals on hunting rifles. They have classes to how to teach you how to cook what you hunt. Hey, so, so if you want to take one of those, uh, get your hunting license classes mm-hmm. over there, do you, do you sign up at Trident? Uh, yes, you do. Just go to tridentgunsmithing.com. There should be a link. I haven't looked, but if okay. not, give them a call and talk to either I'll call Juan the, I'll or, talk to Juan or Great Dan. guys. Oh, you going to take a class? Yeah, I'm, I have a, uh, uh, we're doing a uh, uh, archery hunt in late March, wow. Mr. Schwartz, if you're interested. Where are you going? What are you hunting? Uh, hunting pig up hmm. in uh, pig country. Like Chula Vista? Up, like, no, it's north, uh, it's north like of Santa Barbara. Way. Yeah, it's north of uh, Ilcrest, Las Pelosas, Pelosas, Pelosi. Yeah, something. No, Pelosi. Get out of here! Oh, that'd be cool. Okay, uh, let's get Lance Reader on here before yeah. we go completely Lashy out of control. We're going to talk about the fifth annual Sheila Hammond charity event. How you doing there, Lance? Good. Thanks for having me on the show today, guys. Yeah, thanks for saving us. So, what's kicking? <laughs> well, um, as you mentioned, um, coming up very soon is going to be the fifth annual charity handgun slash rifle charity course that we host for leukemia and uh, lymphoma. And uh, so it's going to be March 23rd. This is all family oriented training. So it's not a bunch of G.I. Joe guys uh, doing uh, He-Man stuff. It's actually husbands and wives with their sons and daughters, aunts and uncles, with nieces and nephews, grandparents and grandkids. And people get the choice between uh, taking a handgun or rifle course. 
I'm a husband and I'm bringing my wife. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad. Michael, um, I, I know you come to this charity event every year and it's greatly appreciated. And I know San Diego County gun owners actually donates a firearm to our uh, annual raffle. Happy to do That's it. Greatly appreciated. And it's, uh, I'm so excited that your wife is going to be, that she now has her CCW and that she's going to be coming out and getting some world-class training. That's, uh, that's very exciting. Yeah. So, uh, what's Bullet say about this? Uh, Bullet's looking forward to another uh, another trip out uh, to uh, Frontside Firearms Training Institute. This is where we host it. Um, if the listeners, um, most people that own a gun have heard of Frontside Firearms Training Institute, um, if, even if they haven't been there. But just to give uh, the listeners um, a, a taste of, of what this facility is like, um, if you haven't heard about it, this is where we host it. It's the only firearms uh, school in the country big enough to handle the hundreds of people we bring out for this charity event. But it is a 550-acre firearms training resort. Wow. They train six to 800 students every weekend. They also train another three to 400 students during their midweek courses. So they, they actually train 1,000 to 1,200 students a week, 5,000 students a month. Their lecture hall alone is a 600-seat lecture hall. This is a beautiful facility. And, and Lance, and how many are re- you expecting this time around, do you think, give or take? We're expecting, we're expecting over 300 participants this, okay. this year. Wow. And, and, and uh, which is about, yeah. I was going to say, and talk Go about how, how you've grown every year. I mean, it's really getting bigger um, and bigger and bigger. It is, Hollywood. It's exciting to see the growth. I mean, everybody that goes to this charity event comes back and they tell 10 friends. And then out of that 10, two or three will join us. And and uh, la- um, last year's event was 73% bigger than the year before. If this wow. event is 70% bigger than last year, which look, we're on track, we will be. We'll, be, we'll have over 300 participants. Wow. We raised $27,600 for leukemia last year in wow. one weekend. That's phenomenal. And it looks... And it looks like we're on track to uh, this next event coming up in six and a half weeks. It looks like we're on track to raise over $40,000 in one weekend for wow. leukemia and lymphoma. Congratulations. So what was, your, uh, what was the reasoning you chose uh, leukemia? Do you have a story well, you can tell? I, I had, yeah, that's a great question. I had a dear friend uh, that um, I lost to leukemia. And I don't know a lot of things, but I do know shooting. So I wanted to do something for the people that, are still in the fight. And um, I lost my dear friend, but there's others that are out there that are fighting the battle with leukemia and lymphoma. And I wanted to do something for the people that are still fighting. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't know a lot of things, but I do know firearms. And uh, so I took what I know and I made a vehicle to raise money for the people that are still in the fight. And it's been, it's, it's ended up being hugely popular. It grows like crazy from year to year. And he's also has a you know the massive raffles, right? So the raffle prizes, mm-hmm. I know, I think, yeah, I bought a bunch of tickets this now, year. Are you a five hundred one C three? No, we're not. Okay, uh, right. we're kind of we're um, you know there's a there may come a time that we become one. Right now, and I'm learning by the seat of my, my pants. You know, <laughs> I'm not a professional event coordinator. I'm just doing the best uh, that I can, and I'm learning more every year. Right. And, and there may come a time that we become a nonprofit. But right now we're kind of like um, the the uh, the kids on the uh, on the street corner selling lemonade, raising money for the Boy Scouts. So the Boy Scouts gotcha. are the nonprofit, 
and we're just the guys that are selling lemonade, trying to raise money for them. Yeah, that's and selling so, lemonade stand with all those giveaways, those big guns you got. <laughs> yeah, but, really. Be the match. The people that that, that benefit from the money raised, be the match, is a five hundred one c three. Exactly. They're, they're the yeah. Same, it, so. Okay. So yeah, that well, it, the, it, my it, point it, was yeah. So that people because sometimes that's what puts people over the over the edge, knowing that it is you know a charitable organization. Absolutely, yeah. As Michael says, um, Be the Match Foundation, which is the National Bone Marrow Registry, they are the foundation that all of our money goes to, gotcha. and they are a nonprofit. And um, and the reason we give the money to them, and because there are a lot of really good cancer oh, yeah. foundations out there, but anyone who has leukemia or lymphoma or any other type of a blood cancer that needs a bone marrow transplant, this is the foundation that they get it from. This is the organization that runs the National Bone Marrow Registry and they go through to get their bone marrow transplant. And uh, my dear friend, uh, she lost her battle with leukemia because there wasn't a good enough match in the found, in the database. And so um, the more money that goes into this foundation, the bigger the National Bone Marrow Registry becomes and the more lives we can save. Excellent. And Lance does a great oh. job of organizing mm-hmm. this, just just to let everybody know. That's why I keep going back. I mean, he's raising money for a good cause. That's That's awesome. The training is good. That's awesome. But really, I mean, you show up and they basically hold your hand through the day. You get some cool raffles at lunch, you know, and then at night, Lance does a great job of organizing dinner. So you, you get to hang out with hundreds of people from San Diego who all have an interest in firearms, like-minded, like-minded people day after day. Um, and, and it's a, it's a fun vacation. And Lance does a fantastic job, a phenomenal job, frankly, of keeping it all organized. And uh, it's just it's it's very unique and it's it's a lot of fun. So you know it's a, it's a good cause and it's really great training. But I, I mean, just the fact it, it, you know it's like going to resort. It's like sure. it's almost like an all inclusive resort. They right. just you know <laughs> usher you right through your your vacation. And oh by the way, you get to learn some cool gun stuff. Cool. Yeah. Hey Lance, by yeah, the way, um, Gun Sports yeah. Radio has some mm-hmm. swag for you. So we'll talk about that. Uh, hand out to all the participants. Question. Well, I was just gonna say. For the listeners who want to join up, who haven't already, you know, signed up for this event, how can they do it? And that good question. So if they go to our website, charitycourse.gives, it's not .com, it's www.charitycourse.gives. We've got all the information on there, uh, the when, where, how, why, cost, everything's on there. Um, online registration is on there. Um, www.charitycourse.gives, everything is there. It's coming up pretty quick. Um, it's in uh, five and a half weeks from now, and everybody has to be enrolled three weeks in advance. So that means people only have two and a half weeks to get enrolled. Hey, Lance, let me ask you this. I know this is going to be a silly question, but there's no such thing. Dress code. Well, what do you, Is there a specific mm-hmm. dress code? I mean, can you come in shorts and flip-flops and a tank top? Um. No. Yes and no. Um, you, you can wear shorts. Um, essentially, the same attire that you wear to the range gotcha. um, is what you're going to wear for this type of training, meaning it's going to be a, a closed toe shoe, so no right. sandals right. or anything like that. And uh, people can wear long pants, uh, jeans, uh, tactical pants, uh, shorts. Uh, girls can wear skirts if they want, um, as long as the skirt's got a belt, you know, so that they can have their holster and mag pouch and uh, have their gear on them. Um but as far as shirts, um, really whatever's comfortable. Um, yeah. We And we typically recommend that the gals don't okay. do a, a scoop neck or uh, something um, that um, flying brass can end up in their cleavage. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. They catch brass some, very easy. That's what they're for, brass some, catchers. Some, yeah, brass catchers. Some gals, they, you know, they really want to get the sun um, and – 
And uh, so if, if a gal is hard and fast, wants to wear a tank top, you know, God bless her, she can do it. But most of the time, um, it's going to be, um, you know, a high neck shirt, you know, that protects um, uh, people yeah. from brass going down uh, down their shirt. Well, plus and you're then, out um, you're out in the desert. It's mm-hmm. hot. And as the sun oh, no, it's, is going to cold, cold first, then it's hot. Oh, it's yeah. cold it's first, cold then hot. Morning. Cold first, <laughs> then it's hot. We're doing, in layers. We're doing this March 23rd. So right. we always pick a date that the weather is perfect. So yeah. uh, so the, the, the highs will be about 70 to 75 for a high. So it won't get too hot. But the mornings can be a little chilly. You know, it can be about 55 or 60 in the morning. Yeah, so we always fun. tell people to dress in layers. Hey, yeah. tell the people in Detroit how cold that is and they'll just laugh at you yeah. all right all right hey lance Absolutely. one more time give that website out one more time www.charitycourse.give all right hey thank you very much bud appreciate it folks don't forget to Thanks. support our sponsors gun range san diego trite gunsmithing and hopefully you don't need john Dillon. but if you do get in touch all right we're out of here till next week be yep. safe and make sure you vote and yell at your congressman amen Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.